Happy New Year and all that shit. We have finally gotten rid of 2020 and into the new vibes of 2021. I'm trying to see where the money at. And that's on Mary Had a Little Lamb, okay? <laughs> anyway, y'all, we're just continuing the conversation from the last drop of 2020 conversations with the mister. We dive into, you know, a little something extra. sipping on Sam Houston 12 year. This bottle is actually a gift from my brother who loves bourbon and whiskey probably more than I do. Let me tell you, this bottle is not for sharing. It is definitely a bougie hundred plus dollar bottle because it has been fermenting and is resting in oak and cherry barrels for 12 years. So, with that being said, here is my review on Sam Houston. Now, the bottle was badass. The idea of having this bougie, handwritten whiskey is dope. The taste is really good. It's very, very oaky to me. So, if you like the oak-flavored whiskey, then this is one for you. Um... It's smooth, it still has a little bite to it, and for the price, you would think that it wouldn't have such a bite. It would be a little bit more smooth. It is good. Let me say this over and over. It's a very good whiskey, great sipping whiskey. But I like my Uncle Nearest better, to be perfectly honest. I actually might like the Basil Hayden a little bit more. That I like this one, but it's good. So if you are an oak whiskey fan, you're looking for something to talk about, conversation piece with other people that like whiskey, then this is for you. Sam Houston, 12 year. Go read up on who Sam Houston was. The history behind it is pretty dope. And you know, let's get into it. about how long is too long we were talking about that we were talking about us and our relationship how we actually started talking we touched on it a little bit we talked about setting up your own rules in your relationship and not allowing society to dictate that relationship and we also talked about um how we are both very contemporary modern type people when it comes to certain things but when it comes to like tradition and values and roles in a relationship we are actually quite um traditional um with said things and if you are just now joining us um eric is on the podcast i'm gonna have to add some claps and some celebration and some shit um y'all just don't understand how long it took for me to get this man to come on this podcast because he be tripping like you be tripping so I'm, I'm grateful that he has decided to come and, you know, just have conversation. It's, we have this type of conversation on a regular basis, is what y'all don't know. Like, <laughs> this is just recording it. We have this type of conversation regularly um, where we dive into different facets of relationships and life and the world and things in general. So this is new to us. This is new to y'all to hear us. Um, talk about it together but I digress back to the topic at hand let's talk about dating now Eric um you never dated let's let's get on that let's get on that we forget all in your business right and you'll tell me to go to hell because that's just how you are if you want to talk about it but we're gonna get all in your business you know I'd be all in my business already but you never really dated. 
in teenage years or early 20s, like before our relationship, quote, unquote, dated. Yeah, give me some defined dating to me. And see, that's a whole situation. So I have a frame of reference to go by. That's a whole situation. Dating is different to different people. I be trying to tell folks that. But I guess in the traditional sense, I'm saying that you talk to multiple or have multiple girlfriends or like winning pictures women up knocked on their door took them out on dates where like you went to dinner and a movie you wine and dined someone in order to try to get them to become your girlfriend or in a relationship with them yeah I did some of those things but not in the context of the end result that you're talking about as far as like trying to get them to become a girlfriend or whatever yeah I went out, we went to dinners and movies and just hung out and stuff like that but not necessarily with the end goal of wanting them to be a, my girlfriend or whatever so yeah I had a different experience with dating I guess than most I don't know than all <laughs> yes outside of people oops Outside of people in a poly relationship, I keep telling folks that I touched base on that in the poly episode. But anywho, um, background check. So before me and you started dating, this is a funny story, y'all. So before me and you started dating or like got into a relationship, your one and only girlfriend person that you actually called your girlfriend prior to me was another girl named Leah. I don't know if I can put that out there, but I just did. Wasn't... <laughs> was another girl named Leah and then my relationship before you was another dude named Eric we just got the wrong Eric's and Leah's is how I feel about the situation <laughs> we got the right name but we we was too quick on, on choosing the first ones we met I think but anyway um and I've said this a couple of times in different episodes, but I think it's vital as we start into this subject about dating and your philosophy or thought process on dating um, when we first start or early in, well, not even early in, some years into us being together and we're talking and I was like, you just afraid of commitment. You remember that conversation? I do. <laughs> we had the conversation and I was like, uh-uh, you afraid of commitment because you only been in one relationship. You don't have one girlfriend. And you were like, no, I'm not afraid of commitment. And I was like, yes, you are. I was like, you, you only have one girlfriend. And then you was like, okay, you were afraid of commitment. And I was like, mm, I ain't afraid of commitment. I done had a bunch of boyfriends. I done committed to a bunch of people. <laughs> it's saying it out loud. It seems really silly. But I was like, mm-mm, I ain't afraid of commitment. I committed to a bunch of people. Um... <laughs> And there lies our personalities in a nutshell, basically. Um, but let's touch base on then on dating and what you like, just your whole theory about dating. Cause dating to me, I was I don't know what the what a good word for me was back in the day when I was dating, quote, or in relationships. I was um I don't know, I had several. <laughs> several relationships and several at the same time um but your look on dating is a little different i have talked about it and now like i want you to explain the myth the legend the rotation go ahead go ahead here you go with this um a little backstory would be after that first um, relationship that I had. Well, actually a little bit before that. You know, I've talked about it before, like outside of having a microphone in my face, um, about being a bit of a late bloomer in the sense that a lot of the interactions that people had, uh, guys and girls had as they were coming up through middle school and high school, um, I didn't have. Um, I was a late bloomer in that sort of sense that I just, it just was a lot about women and like how relationships go and work that I didn't know because I didn't have that. Like when I was 
when girls actually started liking me that I would pay attention to, like it was like later in my high school years. So it was a whole puppy love phase where you write letters and notes and girls or boys or checking the box to say right. that they like you or not. <laughs> like I didn't like I didn't experience I didn't have that. So when I was started to interact with like women and like they started to be attracted to me even though like I was attracted to them and trying to holler at them in uh, middle school, high school, this sort of way before. Like it just, I didn't have that. Like I didn't have that frame of reference. So let's for, fast forward past the relationship that I had that with the first meal or whatever. Like it was a lot I was aware that I didn't know. I was like, well, I did all I thought that you needed to do in order to be like a good man in a relationship. Like, again, I'm out here flailing because it didn't work. I'm like, well, if it didn't work, what did I do wrong? You know that's typical for me. Yes. If I didn't get the result that I wanted, what what did I do wrong? And then you do the complete opposite. Like, I still want some of them love letters you was writing and shit. Like, why can't you get some horn? Damn. I was going to do it. you want a horn? I thought that's what you needed to do. Obviously, that didn't necessarily work. I like poems, though, Yeah, write something. Hey, that's some shit. Yeah, but... So, I started going through the path of trying to figure out, like, what is it? Like, what is it that women are looking for? Um, Because you also know that I have the view that if you're chasing something, then that's the wrong perspective to have. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm more of a person that looks to be to see what you have to do to attract what it is that you want to make it where you are more presentable as opposed to like chasing after so I'm like obviously what I'm doing is not necessarily going to help me going forward to attract women and especially keep a woman that I have so what do I need to do how do I need to approach it what do I need to know in order for me to have much more success Especially with women going forward, because that was just, it was good at first, it was the early phase, and then it just went downhill. And, and a lot of it, like, I can't blame her. Like, I did a lot of stuff wrong in hindsight, being 50 50 like him. <laughs> like, I, 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 it just wasn't gonna work. It just wasn't gonna work. I was doing everything wrong, and I thought I was doing a whole bunch to everything right, but. That led me down the path of trying to figure it out, especially not having a frame of reference with previous relationships. So, like, I started reading, I started asking questions, I started just trying random stuff um, to see what what women would be attracted to. But I also found out during that process, if you're going through it and you're only going out or dating, uh, with the air quotes, that it will be time-consuming and a little bit difficult for you to probably find that person that you are compatible with if you're only doing it in serial, meaning you're doing one person after the other person after the other person. I was like, I need to have like concurrent or parallel relationships with people and just make sure that I'm extremely upfront about what's going on and what I'm doing because the people that I'm dealing with or the women that I'm, I'm in these sort of relationships with need to opt into it. Okay. It's, it's not that, that they are going to be finding out, hey, Eric later on is talking to five or six women. Like, you choose to be involved or deal with me. If not, then you go and do something else. They're completely fine with it. So this is the beginning of you telling us about your rotation. Yeah, the origins of it. This is me going through the steps of trying to figure it out in my head what I need to do better because I was like, if if you try to date one person that at a time, it's going to be difficult to find who you ultimately are compatible with and want to be with. Gotcha. Okay. Well, we'll dive into the ins and outs and how you actually started um, your rotation right after this. 
Ladies, if you need to get those natural curls done, guys, if you need your locks on point, let me tell you what you need to do. You need to head on over to a natural affair beauty lounge here in Memphis, Tennessee, 2869 Poplar Avenue. They will hook you up no matter the style. You need education on how to maintain a healthy hair care regimen. They got you. You need an install of sister locks. They got you. You need extensions to enhance your already beautiful natural curls. They got you. Be sure to head on over and holler at my girl Takesha Berry Brooks at a Natural Affair Beauty Lounge. Again, that's at 2869 Poplar Avenue. Be sure to look them up and follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and at their website, anaturalaffair.com. All right, so previously, relationship didn't work. So in true Eric OCD-ass fashion, <laughs> you devised a plan and did your homework and studied and did some research and shit and did some trial and error type <laughs> situations and tried to figure out what worked for you, basically. Um, and it was an absolutely positively non-traditional ass situation which is per usual dealing with you again. Um, so we're getting into the good stuff now. So y'all grab your notebooks and like pay attention, especially if you're younger. <laughs> Cause I mean, shit makes sense. Like it, it really does make sense. Um, I'm trying to teach my son about it. Like <laughs> we might have to do the rotation, but anyway, so dive into what I call well you call it too the rotation like what is that that's what I call it the ro- you need to make a book the book need to be named the rotation so dive into it what is the rotation I don't remember giving it that name but I'll take the credit for it I guess um, and the only thing that it is is it's, it's basically having concurrent, multiple concurrent relationships with whoever it is, like whatever sex it is that you're dealing with, um, with the ultimate goal being that one of them, like I know that it's, you were saying something about Polly, but ultimately the goal is for one of them to be over the time of you having the rotation or whatever, for a person to stick out, to want you and to want you to be with them exclusively, for you to be compatible enough that you feel like you can kind of suspend or cut off or end the other relationships that you're with and be with that person specifically. I was using it as a way to be able to, because it'll be hard for you to find that person if you're doing, like I said before, like one at a time. And then it also, create some biases where if it's just one person you're talking to, now you're so emotionally invested to everything that that person does and says that you may allow them to get away with some things that they shouldn't. Like there should be some things in it that may happen or may not happen that you will take just because of scarcity, you don't have anybody else to talk to, or you have a sunk cost bias where you feel like I've put this time, there goes time again, into this relationship and I need to see it through because I think that it can be better or if something else happens, it can be better. And those multiple people, and they don't necessarily have to be all sexual relationships. Like it's not to confuse the rotation with being like always or they all have this sort of sexual like underlying between it you can but you don't necessarily have to it's more about you going through that sort of process with multiple people okay so in the reference towards poly because it has very it has similarities um and that's what i was saying in the episode so if you didn't listen to the episode of Season two, episode one, the very first one about being polyamorous. Make sure you run back and listen to that. But just to catch you all up, the idea of being polyamorous or being poly means that you're open to the idea or possibility that you and the person that you choose to be with can be in an open, honest, 
ethical relationship with multiple people at the same time. You're open to the possibility of loving more than one person at the same time. Now, I'm not saying that you were saying that you was in love with everybody because I know that because we'll talk about being in love because I know that's not your jam either. We'll talk about that later. I'm not saying that you were like deep into every single person that you were with. What I'm saying is, is that you had an essence of poly relationship because your rotation consists of multiple women, right? And it was you. So you were quote unquote dating multiple women at the same time and everyone knew that you were dating multiple women at the same time so you were open and honest about it up front allowed us to make the decision hey do we want to even entertain this situation um so it was open honest it was um ethical because like you didn't lie about it you didn't lie to us about the situation and you were open literally open to being in love or falling in love i use falling in love loosely because you don't use that term but you were open to love with everybody it wasn't like you was just you know what i'm saying so that was the whole premise of your rotation is to hey i'm gonna cut the bullshit out i'm gonna date multiple girls at the same time and figure out which one i connect with and which one is willing to put in some work the effort it was kind of like the battle of the fittest that you was doing so you be doing this slick shit and then be trying to call it <laughs> something else it was really the battle of the fittest. Like, you was getting all these dying pieces, all these, like, women. And then you was like, okay, let me see who's going to fight for me, basically. That's kind of what it was. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't it, though. It's kind of genius. It's, it's kind of smart. So, like, the end goal of being polyamorous or I don't even know that there is necessarily an end goal for being poly per se. Um, I know in my discussion with them, they were talking about like, you want to be in multiple relationships, but a lot of them don't have the necessary end goal, what um, we call a monogamous relationship end goal, which is most of the time marriage. So your rotation was basically to we to have women that you were interested in and that were interested in you because that's important yes it is right we're gonna go we're gonna touch back on that your goal was to weed them out or allow them to weed themselves out like who who is going to fit me and how i am and who is willing to like put in the work because let's be honest like you you I don't know what you did with the other broads because I wasn't concerned about them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you put us through tests. Don't like you for real had a whole method down. Like you had a whole like regime down to this rotation. I did, and this has been several computers ago, but I had like <laughs> files and checklists <laughs> to track on because. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. I was hoping that I saved it and still had access to it, but I don't. But yeah, it, it was a for real, like a for real process, true to my science engineering roots. So. Yeah. So let's backtrack. Um, and this goes along to one of the reasons why you did the rotation. And your uh, theory behind dating in general, like you said, if you're chasing something, because let's be real, guys especially, um, for the most part, are out here chasing women. Like they're actively looking for women. And women on the flip side, too, now, they are out here actively chasing men, even though women, for the most part, try to narrow it down and be a certain type of man that they're out here chasing per se but all nevertheless chasing right and your whole idea is the whole meaning word or theory behind chasing is meaning that you're running behind something that eludes you right you're trying to get something that's running from you that don't want to be caught so why do you want it if it's trying to get away from you facts so your theory about dating is to attract, right. not to chase. Right, absolutely. Right, dive into that for me a little bit. Well, yeah, you just 
pretty much explained it. And that's that's kind of my view against most with most things as also as I said before too is that if you want something instead of just rushing in like a fool trying to get it, chasing whatever, figure out what you need to do, who you need to know, what you need to be, what you need to have in order for you to be that thing, whatever that thing is, uh, to be attracted to you and to want you as well. Relationships work so much better in all aspects when the person that wants the thing or the person also wants that person or the thing. It makes it easier. The issues that a lot of people have, like, it's fine. And that's part of where, and we might get into it some other time, um, is that you, everybody's been, well, I won't say everybody, women specifically. It can be some dude trying to holler at them. They completely not interested. Completely not. For whatever reason. Like, you don't necessarily need a reason, and you certainly don't have to tell the person the reason that you ain't interested in them. You just ain't interested. Get the hell on. Like, <laughs> but the guy will keep on trying to talk to Ooh, him and talk to him. Yes. And then it's like, for what? And now you some stupid, you a little asshole. I wasn't <laughs> trying to talk to you in the first place. Like, but yeah, you was. Yeah. Like, yeah. take the cue and get that I'm just not interested. Right. That is fine. You mm-hmm. want to weed that out. You don't know. What if she did and she was the worst thing that happened to you in your life? You just got hollered at somebody and she said, yeah, or whatever it was, and she's dealing with you, you're dating, and she turned out to be the worst thing that ever happened to you, and she didn't want you in the first place. Is that what you want? Just because you thought they looked good and that's what right. you thought that you wanted. That's it. But didn't want you, though. Right. Right, but you're going to make them want you. You're going to make them want you, and if they don't, you're going to call them names. Right. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Attract the woman that's right for you or the man that's right for you or whatever it is that you want. Like, it's not specific to, like, people. Like, it's it's a, a global general thing. For me, that's just my perspective or my paradigm on that sort of situation. It's to be the thing that you want to attract. And with people in relationships, you have to make sure that I want you to be with you and you also want to be with me. And it's it's that because we'll get into that probably too, that's kind of where those energies start to, to kind of grow and you're able to feed it. And that's when they're synergizing together. That's how you build what I was talking about, love, because it's this constant tension. It's, it's pulling and slack. And sure, sometimes it'll be greater on one side than it is the other side, but it's more of a continuum that's back and forth. It's not a, a state that you just in or out of. It's more of a continuum between being one person putting effort in and energies in and then another person putting them in too. It can be lost, but it doesn't just go away. Which leads perfectly into your theory <laughs> of love this absolutely drove me crazy in our relationship um i'd be like you know i love you i say it all the time i'd be like oh i love you i love you i love you i love you you are not that type of person that like and you do it a lot just to spite me because i am that type of person because you do shit like that but <laughs> you know the type of person that's just gonna be all out here like on a regular basis. Ooh, I love you, girl. I love you. I love like that's not your jam. Like that's not <laughs> like saying stuff like that. It's not your thing. Um, and I've talked about that before. Um, you show your love in in, in a completely different way, and that's something else I had to use to, but something else that like probably held up our progress is going towards like <laughs> getting married. Um, but let's get into your theory about love. You kind of just explained it. I used to always say, like, how do you not? I don't even know how we got to talking about it. But like one time, I was like, early on, are you in love with me? Maybe I asked you that because you know I be t- I ask you everything under the sun. It don't really matter to me. And um, you be telling me the truth. Like that is something that people don't understand. You don't tell me shit just because I want to hear it at all whatsoever. 
And at first, I didn't know how to deal with it because I didn't know how to deal with a person like that. But I love and respect it now because I, I can count on you to tell me the truth about anything. Like, And I start telling you, don't ask me a question if you don't want me to ask. Facts. A lot of people say that, that they don't they don't mean it. Like, they still try to sugarcoat shit. You will not sugarcoat shit to me. Like, you will hurt my feelings. <laughs> and be like, so I wasn't trying to hurt your feelings. This is how you took it. And you shouldn't ask me if you want me to tell you the truth. Like, you would give me the brutal truth. That was a little side tangent. But that, <laughs> those are facts. However, um, and I set myself up, like, all the time. Like, when we have our little talks or whatever. I'm good for setting myself up and asking you questions. And then you give me an answer. And I'll be like, but you hurt my feelings. <laughs> anyway, so at some point, I asked you, um, you know, are you in love with me? And we're going to get into what you said in just a sec. If you are like me, you're tired of sitting in the house, being cooped up all day, and not having any real fun during this pandemic. Well, if you are in the Memphis and surrounding areas, I'm telling you, you need to head over to the Comedy Junt. Yes, the Comedy Junt on American Way. Get ready to laugh your ass off. You have comics that you might not have heard of, but that you definitely should know. You can book online, even order your food ahead of time, and yes, social distancing is strictly enforced, okay? So head on over to the Comedy Junt, get your laugh on, 4330 American Way. Shows are every weekend, open mics on Mondays, head over to thecomedyjunt.com. Okay, so let's even backtrack to the first time that I told you I love you. <laughs> Show me ass. The first time I told you I love you, what happened, Eric? What, what happened? What happened? You tell me. No, you tell the people. <laughs> what happened? How did that go down? I don't remember. You do remember. Don't be over here looking crazy. I can't see your face. I'm you remember? You try to think my ass. Y'all listen. This boy is not for the fan of heart. Like if you are a weak woman, like you do that on purpose. If you are weak or like you need your ego stroked or you need an influx of like compliments and <laughs> And to be told like how adorable or pretty or whatever you are, then you are not the boyfriend for them. Like you are just not the person. Not that you're mean by any long, I do call you mean, but you're not really mean. You're just really direct um, and honest about stuff, but you're not really mean because you're really, really a sweetie. But you don't play into that. Like you don't feed people's egos or give them like, a thousand compliments you that's just not who you are that's not what you do you show your affection and love in other ways um but you know dating somebody or getting to know somebody you don't really know that up front and especially if you coming from something completely different like I was I'm so used to dudes being like "Ooh, not because I have a big ego or think I'm all that or whatever it's just I'm just used to people in general you know, giving me compliments or saying how much they like me or whatever if I'm in a relationship with them or dating. I'm just used to it, right? And you're completely opposite of that. <laughs> so that's the background, y'all. So let me tell y'all something. In a relationship, I have never in my life been the first one to be like, I love you, right? Uh, because it goes back to what we were talking about previously about my vulnerability level. Like, I've never... I don't allow myself to be put in situations where I feel like I can be let down or like rejected. I don't deal with rejection well, right? So I don't really put myself out there like that because I don't want to be rejected, right? That's something that I had to deal with on my own. I'm still working on that one. I'm still working on it. But all of this to say, y'all, I told this man, now mind you, I thought, when this time I thought you were still in your rotation? Yes. Yes. I thought you were still in your rotation. You were not, but you didn't tell me that. Again, something else that you be tripping about. But I thought you were still in your rotation, I believe. 
And I told this man, I said, <laughs> with all the courage that I could muster, I was like, you know, I told him I love him. And what did you do? What did you say? I don't know. What the hell ever? This man said, oh, and patted me on top of my motherfucking head. <laughs> what the fuck? That's what you did. You don't remember? I remember. Uh-huh. So you awed you me and patted me on my head when I told you I love you. What's up with that? Nothing. I just wasn't aware that that requires me to reciprocate saying that to you. <laughs> uh, you're just so difficult. You're just so difficult. You just hurt all my little spirit and my little feelings in that moment. But you had to say all and pat me on my head, though. Because you would want me to do something because I could tell by the way you're looking at me that you expected me to do or say something and that's just what you got. It wasn't all oh, patting me on my head like I'm a good cocker spaniel or some shit. That was the first thing that came to my head because apparently you couldn't just say that to me and leave it alone. I needed to say and do something too. I think because generally speaking, hello people... And I'm not saying that you have to say I love you back, but like you, you respond. I'm not gonna say I was expecting that from you. I think so that's what, what people expect in general. Say it to me so it was just supposed to be a statement to you and you weren't supposed to acknowledge it? Yeah, I was there to acknowledge oh my God. it. You say it now and I don't say nothing. Facts. <laughs> that's where we're saying that you're in a different place because you were saying that for you. And that's what I was understanding at the time. But you were looking at me like like you needed a treat or something for saying <laughs> it. So that's what I came up with. <laughs> You're such an ass. <laughs> really? Anyway, I had to share that story with y'all so y'all understand who the fuck I'm dealing with in this situation. Anyway. So after that, you ended up telling me you loved me at some point randomly, just completely out of the blue, which is stuff that you do uh, on your own terms and on your own quote time, which is fine. Uh, (laughs) Some point I was like, you know, we were talking about being in love or love or something. And then finally you was just like, what is what what is that? That's how you do me all the time. What is that? What are, what are you talking about exactly? What is that? Um, and you don't do hypotheticals, just so people know. But what, what is that, Leah? What, what is in love? And I'm like, what the fuck you mean? In love, you know? In love with somebody. And he was like, no, I don't know. What, what is in love? Like, what is in love with somebody? And I was like, you know, when you, like, love a person and... You know, you just really in it with them in the situation. Like, you can have platonic love for people, but, like, if you in love with somebody, it's more of a romantic thing. It's like a, I don't know, it's just in love, Eric. That's what people say, in love. And you was like, who, who is these people? Who is they? Who is the... Pronouns with no antecedents. <laughs> All the time. Well, it's a magical way. Um, and I was like, well, what do you mean you never been in love? No, I don't know what that is. And I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, we have been together for maybe some years by then. And I was like, so you not in love with me? And he was like, no. Oh my goodness. Here we go. Here we go with the Ericisms, the Eric shit again. I was like, how can we be together this long and you not in love with me? And you were like, because I don't view love the way that you're talking about. I don't view it the way that, that you know, you're saying which leads me to what we were talking about in the first place. Your theory about love. Like, what is love to you? And why can't you be in love to you? Yeah, I, I just don't understand it. Like, again, we're coming from understanding my background. I'm more of a logical background. I'm right. having a lot of interactions with, like, relationships until later on. Um, compared to other people and trying to figure this sort of stuff out for me. Mm -hmm. Like I needed to figure it out for me. And again, understanding that this in love concept people have with each other 
and I'm looking at what the end result of this in love is and this affair relationship is people mess like upset or messy like detangling from when they were together in this love and trying to get some sort of semblance of normalcy back to their lives after this relationship has ended I was like well I don't want to be or maybe that sort of emotional Air quotes, people. Air quotes have been all people because, like, I, I, I don't get it. Like, I don't, I don't understand it. And I, mm-hmm. I was listening to you try to explain it to me, <laughs> and I still didn't understand it. I was like, doing a good job. You're just saying that you like somebody a whole lot, and that's in love. And I was like, well, you can like a person a whole lot, and and in our own romantic level. And I wouldn't necessarily call that in love. And then I get into the trouble because I'm asking questions. And you are like, <laughs> and this is just in general because I get in, in trouble when I ask questions. Yes, you because do. they think that I should know. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not asking the question if I know. Like, I'm asking the question because I legitimately don't know. Like, what are you talking about? Explain it to me. And this is where and I call you autistic. Like, oh, well, you know. <laughs> I get the well, you know, or you should know. And I don't. And it's emotional. Like, I'm, from what I'm hearing, this in love is full of emotions and stuff. And you know how I am with that. Emotions. Boy. Not void of emotions. <laughs> they just... And that's probably for a different sort of podcast and episode. Like, the emotions and my response or reactions to them are a little bit different from the way other people right. respond and react. I mm-hmm. have all the same emotions. My response and reactions are just a little bit different from from everybody else's. But I had to figure out what that meant for me. And for me, love is a verb for one. Like, you have to put those actions into it and to show it. Like, it's not I love you and then, like, I'm alienated from you. If you need me, I'm not there. Like, I'm not supportive. I'm calling you all different sort of names. Like, it's, it's not that. Like, love, you you are, you're taking the actions to show it. Like, it's, and that's what I said to you before when we were having our discussions about it. It was like, you were saying I don't say it. And I was like, well, does saying it trump showing it to you? Mm-hmm. Because I show it every day. Mm-hmm. I say it. And a lot of that is me being nasty. <laughs> I don't say it because you want me to say it. True. But I show it all the time on a daily basis because from the time that I've known you, like, I've been there with the exception of a handful of times that with different sort of issues that came up. Every time that you needed me, I tried to be there. Like, it was sometimes when my phone was jacked up and I didn't know what was going and on. And you went and got I new phones. I did go get new phones because, like, I can't have that happening where, like, stuff like that happened and I'm not, and I'm not aware. But it's an action. To me, love is an action. And then also, like, it's, especially with romantic love, and, and it can be the same way for, for others, like, you kind of feed into it. Like, you have the energy that you start with and as you grow together and as you kind of make take more action, those energies grow. Mm-hmm. Like, the synergy grows and the energy grows and it gets bigger to the point that, you know, you may be able to have some disagreements and stuff like that, but it doesn't make the energy that you have dissipate. Like, you still have this big growing energy and it's compounding because both of you have it. Mm-hmm. Now, if you stop, stop showing love by not putting forth the actions, decide the, the energy, which is the love that I'm considering as part of the relationship, it starts to die down because now it's not getting what it needs to continue to grow and to feed itself. So it'll get smaller in a lot of ways, and this is part of why I said that, you know, it's relationships aren't 50-50. It's only so much slack that other person can pick up to keep it the way that it is before mm-hmm. now the whole thing is going to start dissipating and, and you are in verge of having a relationship come to an end because of resentment or whatever, whatever those issues that may surface and kind of come and make it where ultimately it will end. 
but you have to both be taking the actions to put into it and to continue to maintain it and to keep it to growing. That's the way that I look at it as opposed to being this sort of state where I like a person a whole lot and want to have sex with them. Because <laughs> that, that's kind of what I associate in love with being as opposed to like this sort of love. Because when you are in love, you, people say that and it's mostly lust. this happy, lustful, pleasant thing. Mm-hmm. Love, and this is part of why you was saying that I put in the rotation through different sort of things. I want to know if I piss you all the way to hell off that you ain't going to go telling everybody and their mama all my business, telling them I ain't never been shit, I ain't worth shit, right. like that sort of stuff. It is to make sure that we can go through the gamut of emotions, we can have our differences, but we still ultimately come back together and people outside of the relationship are none the wiser about whatever was going on that we were dealing with because this is us. Right. Like, this is our battles to fight, our crosses to bear with each other. It's not for anyone else. Right. Except podcast land. Podcast. <laughs> Those are all facts. And trust me, y'all, he tested this line here. Yeah, he, he tested me a lot in this little rotation and in my relationship. Yeah, I, <laughs> I did not fail. Because if I kept failing, we would not be 14 years in. Mister, you only going to last six months. You were the teacher's pet. I just can't. <laughs> I was not failing, y'all. Don't be listening to him. I ain't fail. You told me I was only going to last six, what'd you say? Six to 18 months. Yeah, it's a big that gap, was generally um, how it went, yeah. Mm-hmm. It is a significant gap, but that's generally speaking the length of time that they were. Well, you was wrong, player. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Anyway, okay. So, back to dating and, and this rotation and your ideas of love. Do you have... um? Any advice to the people out here in these streets um, about dating now? Because we've both been out the game so long now. It's like been forever and dating has changed so much. I don't think that I can date now. Like, if something happened and me and you weren't in a relationship, like, I don't know what I would do. (laughs) I don't know how to date people anymore because it's so different now, right? So you have all these, like, uh, okay, Cupid's an online dating, which I do not get nor understand to save my life. And I sound like I'm like 60 years old, like somebody mama for real. I don't understand the online dating. I don't understand what was it that girl be all bumble, yeah. bumble, and um, what's the hookup app? It's a model on Facebook. <laughs> That's not what I was talking about. But yeah, like, I don't understand those facets. Like, I don't, y'all don't know what would happen if we was to break up, honestly. But um, what is your advice to people out here dating or people that's like in search of, you know, wanting a meaningful relationship? Like, I get that a lot. People ask me for my advice, as you know. Hell, let me scratch that. People ask us a lot when we in public. You know, people talk to us on a regular basis all the time. Folks, we don't know. People we do know for whatever reason. Like, we attract people (laughs) all the time. Y'all just have no idea. Like, we can be out eating and we just attract people. We don't even know these people. And they would be completely opposite of the type of people that you would think would come and talk to us. But... Anyway, I digress. That's a whole nother topic, too. <laughs> what would be your advice? Because people see us, like, and they be like, oh, you know, I'm throwing a whole lot in here. But I wouldn't say, I've only had a handful of people say, like, that we were, quote, relationship goals because people don't really know about our relationship. Um, not that I want people to be like, y'all are relationship goals, but the people that have been around us enough or been around me enough or even just people superficially looking at me like, oh, y'all been together this amount of time. So y'all must have some advice, right? So <laughs> what is your advice? People ask me all the time, like, what is the key to relationships? And I always say number one is communication. But 
like what is some advice that you would give somebody looking for a meaningful relationship not dating just out here fucking because I mean it can just be done but if you're actually like actively looking or wanting a meaningful commitment relationship what is your advice Eric? Um, that is a good question, one that I haven't necessarily thought about, at least not here lately. I do agree with you from saying that communication is vital. Um, for them, I think that they should have an idea of the type of person that they want to be with, um, not going through this whole checklist of height, weight, salary, that sort of thing, but what type of person kind of meshes with your personality and who you are. Um, and then from there, like being consistent yourself, like most of it is self-work, making sure that you are consistent with who you are, like the values and the beliefs that you have, make sure that you keep them and you stick by them. Because in a relationship, and, and you know how, we have been one of the things that you can always say is that I say what I'm gonna do and I do what I'm gonna say and what I say. Like True. It, it's it's one of the things you can be like if Eric said this, then you can almost one hundred percent bet on it. And if they are going and they're communicating and they're consistent, like true to their word and what they say and what they believe in their values. I believe that that's a good enough foundation to be able to navigate everything else that might come up. But I just have no idea at this point how to kind of navigate the landscape of dating in the 2020 and beyond. Like this is a world, especially with all the technology and stuff, it's just foreign even though I deal with tech. It's just foreign to me how... We socially interact now in a much different way than what we used to do before. And it does sound like we're old, but it's just, <laughs> it's just, it just happened, changed so drastically, so quickly that True. I have, I'm, I'm not really sure how I would navigate those waters at this point. Mm-hmm. But I do agree with communication and being consistent with who. Who you are and what you value and what's important to you will be a good foundation to start. And then you just adjust however you need to with everything else. Facts. Yeah. Anyway. Well, <clears throat> let's talk about briefly and then I'm going to leave you alone. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. But... <laughs> Don't be looking at your watch. You are on the clock. Now. Whatever. This is my time. I booked you. <laughs> so let's talk about social media. It's one of the things that has changed a lot during the time that we've been together. Um, even though, okay, y'all, we not like real old. We we got real old spirits. People say that about us all the time. But we not like real old. We in our 30s. Like, we ain't super old. But, like you said, technology, specifically social media, has changed and developed so much in the 14 years that we've been together. Um, and has changed the dynamics of dating and rules and expectations that I don't like. Um, that people place on dating, right? So a lot of time people be like, Leah, I see you post because I'm on social media. I'm not on there as much as I used to be, but I'm still on social media business-wise, promoting this podcast, talking because I'm more social than you are really in real life. So it makes sense to be, I'll be on social media more so than you are. Um, you used to be on social media. You just like have completely dropped it and it really hadn't been on social media in like four years. <laughs> because I'm just going to say four years. It might be a little bit more than that. But you know, I've told you before and like I'll post pictures of us or I'll talk about us or um, whatever the, the case may be. And then people be like, well... He hadn't changed his relationship status. Let's talk about that. Your ass would not 
accept my relationship request so for me to say on social media on Facebook that we are in a relationship with each other. Yeah. Why? For what? Because <laughs> I wanted it. For? You know, so, you know, because that's just what people do. You just want a social media badge <laughs> to say something that you already know to be true. <laughs> No, that was then. I don't really care about it now. But, yeah, so he rejected my social media in a relationship status. You did not change. Times. Yeah, you did, like, multiple times. I just started sending them to you just because. But. Like, I was my <laughs> You didn't change your status on social media. Like, mine says in a relationship. It oh. has been for, for, like, probably 14 years. Yours still says single. Let's talk about your idea of single because you think like the IRS. It's like you're single, married, divorced, and widowed. <laughs> There's no in between in those relationships. Mm-hmm. But I mean, they say in a relationship. You couldn't move the little thing where it says in a relationship. What would I be doing it for? To let all your gazelles. Okay, y'all. I call his groupies he, gazelles. These women that be after him. Because don't let Eric fool you. Eric has a large following of women. Like wherever he goes or talks to. Like women. Just no one understand it. I call them his. Don't roll your eyes at me. They can't see you roll your eyes. I call him, or I call them his gazelles. So, to let your gazelles know that you are no longer on the market or in, see, in search of a relationship. If these women are gazelles like you telling them, you think changing the status on a social media site is going to stop them from doing whatever it is that they want to do? No, I so, don't. So, what's the point? <laughs> Here you go. Why you can't just do it just to do it, though? I'll do it. I'll deactivate the whole thing. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I'm just bringing this up because these are issues, you know, that people have or talk about. And like I said, I talk about you on social media or post your picture or whatever. And you don't comment. <laughs> you won't like it. You have zero photos of me on your on your social media. Let's talk about why you don't. True, in fact. Let's talk about why you don't do social media like relationships. Yeah, like I, on, I just, on social media. I, I'm not like I was on there more so before, um, especially more so in the way way back in the MySpace days because it was the one of the primary ways to interact with people, especially if you didn't have like their phone numbers right. to be able to text them and stuff like that. That's how but, you slid into my DMs on MySpace. Don't we look like that? No, I'm trying to think back that far. Uh-huh. I, yeah, yeah, that is how that, because you popped up on the little thing of people, people you, you might, might know. know whatever. Uh-huh. And I'm like, this that girl that drunk my skull. Oh, but I just, it, it doesn't have much to do with <laughs> relationships that I'm not on there. It's more to do with, um, and I don't want to get too much into the conspiracy theories. I just generally <laughs> feel like they got too much information on us in general. Like, I, I know that Facebook and all the properties that they have already got so much information on me and they sell it. I, it's more of that sort of thing. I'm not trying to give them any more of them. Here they go to mm-hmm. pronouns with no antecedents. But, you know, they sell your data. They take it. They do all kind of stuff with it. And I'm just not inclined to put my information out there to that degree. Like, they still have it already, but that's why I don't post as much. I just don't care, especially for Facebook. I just, I don't care. Like, you the only thing that stopped me from just deleting it and deactivating. Yeah, because I think you still need an account just in case, like, ugh. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Anyway, but you yeah, saw when you changed your profile picture, all them loves and likes and yeah. all the attention you got, boy. I wasn't expecting that. So <coughs> your gazelles. Let's talk about that for a minute. Why your gazelles got to love your photo? See, we done had this discussion. Why they got to love it? Why they can't just like it? Again, with me not understanding <laughs> what these sort of things mean, like, I, I changed the picture and you talking about 
you gotta go through an extra step to slide to the you right. You do. And then do the cupid shuffle and get the heart on there or something. Right. Like, I, I, don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. I Facts. don't care. Like, I extra. just changed the picture because you were telling me I had that old picture up there. So I, I mean, I you had a picture up there from like when I was in high school. Oh, uh, no. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, you, yeah. Okay, that's about right. Yeah. But still, I, what difference <laughs> do it make? So uh-huh. I changed a little picture and it was a bit more activity than I was expecting from me changing the picture. And so I will never do it again. <laughs> you can change your picture for you. It's going to be changed to where it's deactivated. Oh, whatever. It don't show me anymore. Whatever. It's not that deep. But yeah, I just general, like I'm just not on there. Like social media is not an important part of my life. I generally speaking don't care a whole lot about it, so I'm not active on it. Like it's nothing to do with me not wanting the whole wide world to know what's going on, even though I don't care that the people that like use the data and mine the data and distribute and sell the data to other people to target you. I don't care that they have it, but it's not a shameful sort of thing that I don't want people to know that we're in a relationship together. I just don't value social media much. I just don't care. You don't care about people knowing that we're in a relationship, to be perfectly honest. Not like saying it in a negative way. I'm just saying, like, you like that in real life. Like, it's not just social media. Like, you like that in real life. Um, like, people say that all the time. If you catch us in a social setting, Nine times out of ten, you probably won't even know that we're together um, just because of how we interact with each other, um, which people find very awkward. And I guess outside looking in, I would think that it would be weird, too. But, like, we don't we don't be on each other. Like, we not, like, holding hands all of it. You know, I mess with you because I can, because I like it. <clears throat> but we're not, like, all on each other in social settings or, like, booed up in a booth somewhere or kiki king by ourselves like most of the time if we're in a social setting like we on opposite sides doing opposite things i'm somewhere around walking around talking laughing drinking and you somewhere in the cut talking about people because that's what you do or sending people out you like to send drunk people out because that's what you do <laughs> can't see you grinning you got this big ass grin those are my favorite people in the world <laughs> Because that's what you like to do. Uh, anyway, but you're a very private person anyway about stuff like that, about your personal life and your personal business. So I guess that would make sense that it would transfer into social media. Because for the moment, didn't nobody know we was talking. None of your people anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's just how you are. Anyway, but we going to wrap it up. Sir Eric. Anything else you want to put out there into podcast land? Nope. Can I go back to my no, no, no obscurity? <laughs> no, I want you to keep talking. I'm gonna figure out something else I need to bring you back on here to talk about your Ericism. There's some other stuff we touched on that I think we should dive deeper into. Like what? No, no stuff. Mom. Sure, whatever. Mm-hmm. Check my calendar. Oh, here you go. All right. So, no, I know what we need to go back and talk about. We need to talk about this style. We need to talk about sex. What about it? Me and you, we need to have a, a, a sex podcast. We need to talk an episode about sex. Right. A bunch of stuff. Because just like how you are and you research and you do your due diligence about being in a relationship and come up with this rotation situation, you did the same thing with sex. True, correct. That's, yeah. That's right. You learned some stuff. A lot of stuff. Oh, I know it. Uh, you need okay. to teach the people. I know. <laughs> Those are traits. <laughs> you need to teach the people, Eric. You need to teach the people. You don't, you don't want to talk about sex? Yeah, I'm just not giving away my choice. <laughs> so we'll have to come back and talk about sex. All things sex. Ways to spice up the bedroom. Things to do when you've been in a long-term relationship. 
um, all that good stuff. How to get it. Because a lot of dudes be out here running and chasing sex. And um, I'm going to put your business out there. You was getting it. They don't know you was getting it, but you was. <laughs> y'all just need to be a video so y'all can see his face. You was out here getting it. And, uh, what the entire deal the fuck ever. I'm going to let you live, though. But we'll be back to talk about your Ericisms. Um... And some more of your philosophies and the ways that you think about stuff. Specifically sex. I just want to make sure that we keep putting that out there. Specifically sex. Is that all of your grace? Yeah. You ain't got nothing else to say? Nope. I love you. Sure. <laughs>